This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1838. Don't throw in the towel with English idioms. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Are you experimenting with giving up any kind of food to see what happens? Today, get the skills you need to say that you are taking a break from a substance like coffee, for example, and find out when it's okay and not okay to bring this up in American culture. Listen in today. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team. But it can be time-consuming, reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to Indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Aubrey, how's it going today? How's everything? Excellent. What about you? Oh my gosh, I'm doing well. But last week I went off coffee and our listeners know I'm crazy about coffee. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's gotten into me. I'm a little worried about you. (laughs) I know it doesn't make any sense at all. It's it's going okay. I I miss it. I definitely miss it. Like I love the ritual of making coffee in the morning and the smell of it and starting my work with my coffee. Uh, it's the best thing. So why why did you go off coffee? So I wanted to see what it would feel like, you know, okay. to, if, if coffee was impacting anything in my body or making me tired or too overly energized and to see what it feels like. And I also want to, yeah, just kind of clear out the system a little bit okay. uh, for yeah. summer. Yeah. Do you feel like you've experienced caffeine withdrawals or not really? Not surprisingly, not really. I did have some headaches the first couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but now I'm really, I'm good. I mean, other than I, I think about it, like my heart wants my coffee. Right. But my totally. body's not like, Oh my God, we can't live. We can't survive. Nice. I think it's so, a lot what you said, the ritual of it though, because yeah, it's a ritual. we, of course we all love our rituals and I'm the yeah. same. I love like brewing it in the morning. There's just something so good. peaceful yeah. about something being the same every day. <laughs> there really is. And so many people get this pleasure out of coffee. It's true. Or other things, right. Maybe breakfast rituals, other things we do 
every day. Um, Yeah. But what are we talking about today? I feel like everyone is going to be able to relate to today's episode. Sure. Yes. This came up when you were talking about being off coffee because natives really don't say like, I stopped drinking coffee. We have all these other different idioms for stopping something for quitting. Yes. And that was one of them. We talked about it briefly um, to be off something. Like yep. I said before that I would go off sugar. You went off coffee, just meaning we're going to stop Try consuming that for a while. I also think it's kind of good to know, like to check whether you're addicted to something, you know, like, yeah, right. Let's to see just if you check do in experience withdrawals. Exactly. It's good. And it also speaks to self-control, right? Just kind of a, a mastery over one's body, right? Which yes. I think is valuable. And to know that you, you're not out of control with a substance or a food or a flavor or something, right? Yes. And this yes. actually, um, it's a really good thing to joke about too, to talk about going off something that's actually really good for you. You know, yeah, like if yeah, you yeah. ask someone if they're going to the gym or if they're exercising, you'd be like, no, I'm off exercise for a while. Like just to be funny, right. Yeah, to talk yeah, about yeah, quitting yeah. something that you actually, you should be doing. Right. right. Or I'm off carrots, you know, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm off vegetables. <laughs> This is what native speakers do. And this is one of what we want you to take away from today's episode. We're going to get into some of these expressions, but think about this as you listen today, think about using it in the other direction, the other way to actually make it sarcastic, to be funny in English. Yes. I love that. I would love to hear you guys do that. Right. So that's really good humor, fun wordplay. Yes. So the first one you already know, right? I'm off coffee. I'm off sugar really common and native and natural and more interesting than saying I've stopped drinking coffee. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then let's give you a few more idioms that we also use. The first one is to quit cold Turkey. So often when we stop something, we'll sort of phase it out. We'll maybe drink, we'll maybe go down from four cups of coffee to one cup of coffee and slowly stop. Cold Turkey means you stop immediately. Is that what you did with coffee? Lindsay? Quit cold Turkey. That's what I did. Yeah. About a week ago, I was like, because mm, yeah, I felt like that was going to be the right direction for me, the right route for me, but other people, you know, smokers, for example, I've never smoked, so I don't know, but I would imagine this would be really, really hard to quit cold Turkey. Something that builds up more of an addiction like that, where there definitely are withdrawals, certain drugs, alcoholism, cigarettes is very difficult to quit cold Turkey because your body needs it physically. Oh my gosh. So, so that phrase is particularly used. You'll hear native speakers using that a lot when they talk about smoking. I feel like I hear that a lot with smoking for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So do we have any samples? Yeah. I've been smoking for 20 years. I just had to quit cold Turkey. Right. And some people do it and it works. It just depends on the person, the the situation. There's a lot of factors, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I also say like, it doesn't work for me to just eat less sugar. I have to quit cold Turkey. And that's really (laughs) true for me. I'm not really good at just eating less of something. (laughs) Right. Because it's a slippery slope. You want a little bit more, right? It's better if you just say, we're putting this away. We're not even buying this. Yep. Right. And it's not in the house. If it's not in the house, it's easier. (laughs) Yes. That's really true. Right. I'm really good about when I'm in a grocery store about not selecting the things that are unhealthy. I'm not grabbing chips and cookies and whatever, because if it's at my house, when I feel peckish, when I want a snack, that's when I'm going to eat whatever there is. (laughs) 
That's kind of my motto. Yeah. That's my motto towards healthy eating is like, I don't buy those things. So I don't really keep them at home so I can have them out. Like I can have ice cream on the street on a summer evening, the best thing. And I do it pretty much every weekend in the summer. Yeah. (laughs) All the time. But But you don't have like a gallon of ice cream in your freezer. I don't have ice cream at home because it's like a special, then it becomes special, you know? Yeah. I have heard the advice of not grocery shopping hungry because if you're hungry, Yes. You're like wanting to get all these snacks. And if you're not hungry, you're more thoughtful about like, okay, what am I going to cook? That's healthy. (laughs) Yeah. I've heard that too. That's a good point. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's true. I'm sure it's true. Um, all right. What else we have throw in the towel for our listeners guys, write this one down. Yep. And it just means to quit something, right? We use this a lot at work in business English. We'll say I'm getting nowhere with this project. It's time to throw in the towel. And I don't know where that comes from, what it has to do with an actual towel or swimming (laughs) or showers, but we say it all the time, just meaning to stop something, to quit something. Right. Or on a previous episode, we were talking about the the band, right? They didn't throw in the towel for 10 years. They resisted the temptation, right? Exactly. Good point. The same, what we want you guys to do. Don't throw in the towel too early, right? Stick it out. Make sure you've exhausted all possibilities and put in all the effort. And then sometimes we do have to throw in the towel when something's not working out. Right. But you may want to say to someone, you know, if you, if you spot talent in them, don't throw in the towel just yet. There's potential here. Right. And I think sometimes we know that's why I kind of understand that band. Like we know when we're creating something that's really special right? Yes. Right. Uh, Yeah. So they listened to their internal selves, maybe not to all of society that said, Oh, you don't have any audience. It's time to throw on the towel. Right. Exactly. I really love that phrase as a way to encourage someone where if you see they have real talent, maybe I think of my dad, he was an artist, an oil painter. And my mom had to really encourage him. And she may have said this exact thing to him because it would have been really easy when financially it was difficult. He, you know, wasn't seeing a lot of success to start maybe teaching art classes or or do something else. And she would have said this, right. You have talent. Don't throw in the towel, right. Don't give up. Yeah. And how long for your dad did it take? Uh, How long was that period of time? Years. He wasn't really seeing a lot of success even when I graduated from high school yet. So I'd say maybe 20 years before he became quite successful and it was easier. It was just a lot of, you know, weekend shows and just really hustling hustling to like make ends meet. Wow. That's incredible. 20 years. Good for him. That's amazing. That is amazing. That's so admirable, isn't it? Yes, it really is. Right. And for all of our listeners, we know you are out there. You're that's what you're doing, right? You believe in yourself. You know, you have certain talents and skills and you're pushing and we recognize that, right? It's a very yeah. admirable quality to not throw in the towel, to not give up as soon as it's difficult to like push through. I completely agree. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, Aubrey, should we dive into a role play for our listeners? Yes, let's do it. All right, here we go. I'll start us off. My daughter is off gluten as of last week. Oh, how's that going? Did she just quit cold turkey? Yeah, we're trying to see if it's causing a skin condition she's been experiencing. Oh, I tried to be gluten-free for a while, but it was so hard. I eventually just threw in the towel. 
I get it. It's worth it though. If it makes you feel better, I'm worried she'll call it quits though, because it's so hard. Oh my gosh. Is that, is that actually happening with your daughter right now? Is she no, going I just off? made that up okay, for the role play, sample. but I have, I do have a good friend who is gluten-free because she was yeah. having all these allergic reactions and, um, like intestinal Ooh. issues too. So she's sort of experimenting to see if it makes her feel better. I think this is pretty common. A lot of people who just yeah. don't feel well, and they're trying to figure out, is it dairy? Is it a gluten intolerance? What's happening here? Yeah. It's becoming more and more common. And yeah, for sure. I, I feel like I would struggle so much with beer, not being able to drink beer. I love craft beer <laughs> yes, and they do have right. like gluten-free, but it's not the same. And it's, it, it would be hard. It would be hard. Yes. And I do, I know of at least one person who's gluten-free and can't drink most beers and oh. what a bummer. Such a bummer. What a bummer because like, at least in my life, like we go to breweries all the time on like a Sunday afternoon with our dog. It's sunny. Everyone's outside with families and kids and dogs. It's like a, it's more an event. That's kind of part of the problem when certain events are built around food or drink, you know, giving that up and not having that option to go to that place becomes it changes your life. Yes, right? it's true. And yeah. there are certainly alternatives, right? There are different yeah. places that people can go. Luckily yeah. there's cider, cider where places. you have mm-hmm. sort of this tradition built around that, it would be sad for that to change. I think so. For sure. For sure. But for some people, it really is a true health issue. Like some people have very extreme stomach problems, vomiting, all this stuff. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Celiac disease. Definitely. Yeah. Celiac disease. Okay. Let's go through the vocabulary for our listeners here. Yeah. So first I said, my daughter is off gluten. So that means she has stopped eating any gluten. Right. And then I asked you, oh, wow. Did she just quit cold Turkey? Right. right. So I asked Meaning, did she stop eating all at once or did right. she sort of phase it out? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you said she's been off for a while or you said that you tried to be off and then you eventually threw in the towel, meaning yes. it was too difficult. So you <laughs> gave up. Exactly. Exactly. And then, and then one the last one, one here, mm-hmm. right? I mm-hmm. said, call it quits. This is a little bit of a bonus. That's another okay. way we say to quit something. We use this phrase to call Call it it quits, quits, right? Mm -hmm. And we'll often say this with business English too. be like, okay, you know, we're getting nowhere here. Let's call it quits. Meaning like, let's end the meeting. We'll pick this up later. Yeah. That's a great bonus for today, guys. Write that one down. That one is also used a lot. We could talk about this another day used a lot when it comes to like relationships and divorces and breaking up, right? We called it quits. Things weren't going well. Right. Very common. So we yeah, can, that's true. Yeah. A really native way to say, like, we decided to end the yes. relationship to say yes. we called it quits. Yes. Love it. All right. What's the takeaway for our listeners? This has been great. I know, right? There are so many interesting phrases to talk about quitting something. And this comes up in conversation all the time. So you guys want to be ready with these idioms, with this native vocab so that you can have that conversation. I ask friends about this a lot. I'll talk to friends a lot about things I went off that I stopped doing. Sure. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, especially because when you quit doing something, it's sort of encompassing everything you're thinking about. It's on your mind a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Especially if you're having withdrawals from the thing, right? Exactly. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah, guys. And in terms of culture, this is not a taboo to talk about, right? Especially with no. closer friends uh, or coworkers in many cases, it is okay to say, Hey, I'm off coffee this week. You know, I'm giving it a try and share that with someone, right? Totally fine in American culture. Talk about it, go into it a good way to connect. I would also say, on a level of our lives, let's challenge ourselves to go off of something, right? Like coffee or gluten or something we feel maybe is not super great for us. And we're not quite sure how addicted we are. It's an interesting, just as an experiment, right? Aubrey, what do you think? Yes. I really love that idea. I know a lot of, um, 
sort of spiritually or through religion, people will fast. Right, right, and right. Often it's like all food, all drink, but it can Ooh, yeah. be just one thing in particular, either yeah. for 24 hours or for a week, mm-hmm. just to gauge like, am I addicted to this? How bad is this for me? How do I feel if I exactly. don't have it? It's really interesting to see how one food, right? I like that idea. Not everything, just that one mm-hmm. thing does affect. How is that affecting your body? How are you feeling differently? Especially if you are consuming that thing every single day, you know, I like to stop and check at things I'm consuming every single day. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And so, I even think with, um, when it comes to like someone, um, going to Alcoholics Anonymous, mm, this, I know that they're encouraged to share the journey with friends to talk right. about it. We don't want it to be taboo. We don't want it to be something we're hiding yes. and not talking about it. It makes it so much because we need that accountability. Yeah. So again, this is going to be something you're talking about because yep. if you're trying to quit something yes. and you want that accountability, you're going to need the vocabulary to talk about it with friends, coworkers yes. in order to have that. I would say that when it comes to alcoholism, drug addiction, you know, hard drugs, we're talking about another level of, of addiction. And I would say it's fine to talk about it. Just make sure you're around the right company, right? right. That's not going to judge friends. you or that, that yeah. are actually going to support you. Right. It, that would be one to not necessarily a brand new person. Oh, I'm, you know, I've, I've quit alcohol. Like I, you know, maybe I would just hold back on that a little bit. Right. That's a good point. Think? Right. This isn't yeah. something to talk about with acquaintances yeah. Yeah. at a conference. Someone you just met, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm imagining definitely close friends, yeah. people you've worked with for some time that are your support team. You know, they're going to be behind team. you. Yeah. You've probably had lots of conversations with them already. And they sure. know that this is something you want to change and they're going exactly. to be behind you hundred percent. Exactly. So there's the difference between, you know, coffee, food, you know, gluten versus alcohol and drugs, different kind of category. For sure. Make sure you're in front of the right audience, but definitely bring this stuff up and challenge yourself to experiment with different things. Good stuff. Very interesting episode. This is a really fun episode. Yeah, really interesting. All right, Aubrey, I'll see you on the show very soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.